Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Yo, welcome to the bar, come on and pull up a seat And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ of the nations, yeah. Welcome to the modern reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here. Another Tuesday, super excited as always. Be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to the bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And I love to start the show the same way by thanking the listeners. Thank you guys for listening to the bar, tuning into the bar. I really appreciate you listening to the bar. Six years in the game. I can't believe it, but we're just grateful to God that we're able to do this. And uh, man, well, like I do every week, I bring in awesome guests. Uh, this awesome guest is uh, is helping me out. Uh, heard the APB I put out a couple 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 episodes ago and um decided to uh reach out and i'm, I'm super grateful uh we have on none other than my brother ryan how you doing brother hey i'm doing pretty good how about you oh uh, man i'm doing great doing great uh man good. just want to jump in here man and, and kind of chop it up man first ryan yeah. introduce yourself man those that may not know who you are and where you're from and anything you want to share personal professional you got the floor to do that right here cool well thanks for having me on i i appreciate it uh, yeah, my name is Ryan. I grew up in New England, was born and raised in uh, Massachusetts, and sort of, I always joke, I was fueled by annual blizzards, Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> coffee, and Tom Brady Super Bowls, so <laughs> not, not a bad place to grow up. I moved down to Charlotte, North Carolina in uh, 2015, where um, my wife and I was able to kind of find work together. She was in... Uh, public accounting and she she now uh uh owns a business that she uh runs from home i'll give mm -hmm. that a shout out real quick it's called uh wisdom over wealth where she does accounting for churches actually and she does um taxes for her pastors and she's a partner in that so she's been doing that for the past couple of years and staying at home with the kids and um i work full-time in public health and i'm also a student at um Southeastern Seminary, mainly distance learning, living in Charlotte and working full time and uh, doing the program through the distance learning. I just did my first semester, so I'm pretty new and I'm doing a pastoral internship, kind of starting to make the career switch from public health over to ministry and mm. God, God willing, hopefully go into pastoral ministry. That's that's the that's the aspiration and we'll see where the Lord leads. Um, been married seven years. It'll be seven years this fall. We have three kids. Our oldest daughter is five. Then we have a three-year-old boy and a one-year-old little girl. 
So, yeah, man, life is very good. God is very good. Life is busy and fast-paced and all that, but it's it's wonderful. Awesome, awesome. Man, you got a lot that I can I can tap into, uh which I love. That makes, yeah. <laughs> that makes it easy for me. Um the yeah. first thing, man, um first of all, I have to say, you know, being a diehard Colts fan, um I, I just want <laughs> Just want to express my 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 anger and uh <laughs> we can cut this off right now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> well see, I, I'll give you a pass because I am a diehard hard Colts fan, but I have light blue Carolina Tar Heel blood. So if you was a Duke fan, then I might have to end this. You know, it's funny, I never got into college basketball that much because I got you. growing I got up you. in New England, college sports isn't big. That's true. That and when true. I moved down here, I was like, I, I mean, I don't know who I'm going to I'll root for whoever I'm watching the Tar game Hill. with, I guess. No, <laughs> Tar Heel. So, but hey, how, the Colts and Patriots had some great games. They, they some did. Great battles. They really yeah. did. They Those really were fun did. ones. Yeah, no, legit. I mean, you, 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 need a, you need a good guy, bad guy, man. And, you know, yep. that, that's definitely some great battles. And, and It was uh, a fun rivalry. For sure, for sure. All right, brother. So let's talk about um, you know, I guess right now, man, being being in uh, you know, kind of seminary and 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 trying to figure out which direction God is sending you and, and being mm-hmm. in the Charlotte area. Uh well let's let's do this. Let's talk about the 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 church culture in New England versus what you experienced so far mm-hmm. in, uh, in the Charlotte area. Wow. Well, in New England, so I I would say I grew up in a Christian home, but I didn't grow up going to church. Mm. And in New England, you know, it's funny, it's so ironic because New England historically has such a rich theological heritage and mm-hmm. roots, right? Mm-hmm. Just the Puritans and guys like Jonathan Edwards and all that, it, that's where they came from. But right. you look at where New England is at right now, and it's really... Uh, it's really dark. It's really mm, almost sort of a wasteland, I guess, of mm-hmm, spirituality. Mm-hmm. And what I think I've found as I've kind of thought about it over the years and seeing how I grew up is there's still a really big vessel of, I guess, what you can call traditional religion mm-hmm. or almost civic religion. Meaning mm-hmm. if you, if kids who were my friends, if they grow, grew up Catholic or going to a Catholic church like I did, they were only that way because that's how their parents were and that's how their grandparents were and that's how their great grandparents were. Mm -hmm. And there's just sort of this civic tradition that carried on. And in some ways it was more of a social club than it was uh, a a relationship with the Lord. Right. So that was, and again, growing up, I didn't realize any of this. This is all stuff I realized when I left. So, but when I moved down to North Carolina, I realized in the ve- in the very same way, there was a lot of civic religion down here, but it was much more morality based, mm. meaning it was hard to find somebody that didn't go to church. Right. Um, my my experience, sort of my culture shock. I went to Western Carolina, so you can imagine a seventeen year old kid who grew up in Worcester, Massachusetts, <laughs> the you know, second biggest city in New England, dropped in the middle of uh, yeah. um, the the Smoky Mountains in Western North Carolina. You talk about a culture yeah. shock. So listen, let, let me pause you there. I did yeah. a visit at Western Carolina. Yeah, oh, nice. Football. No, not nice. I was like, no, out of here. <laughs> there was nothing well, there, man. There was nothing there's there. There's not a lot there. No. It's beautiful, beautiful place though, huh? Yeah, it's beautiful, but you yeah. know, I'm talking about a eighteen year old kid getting ready for college. That was like right. 
Right. There's nothing here. <laughs> right, right. The the joke was if you wanted to go to the mall or something, you had to drive an hour to go to Asheville. Yeah. In, yep. in order to do anything. Exactly. But, but it, you know, it was a good time. I was there four years. I, I did learn. I adjusted. I think that kind of was a big moment in my life of just learning how to adjust to something new and um, unexpected. But like I said, going, going, being there, I really didn't meet anybody that didn't grow up in some sort of church experience, whether they went off and on, whether they went continuously. Mm-hmm. But what I found was that was also a really big difference from, are you really a Christian? Are you really a born again Christian? Did you have the second birth? Do you have, you know, the the Holy Spirit of God living inside of you? Because, you know, who's Chesterton said that going to church makes you a Christian just as much as sitting in the garage makes you a car. So, right. yeah, and so that that's kind of that's how I see my upbringing and then the church culture down here in the South. And mm-hmm. but, but yeah, it's a great question. We could talk all day about just that alone. Yeah, no, yeah, and it's I, so I interesting. It up for a good reason. Um, uh, a really good friend of the podcast, Nate Pickowitz, is up in uh that area. Uh, mm. and uh, and I remember him talking about pretty much the same way you described it. Just a different culture and how it's 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 like you said, wasteland like. Right. That's a really good analogy of that. Um, right. so yeah, that and that, your evangelism is going to be different. Exactly. Yeah, the way you approach evangelism in the Southern sort of historical Bible belt versus yep. up in the Northeast. And it's not just New England. I think it's New York. It's just sort of that whole Northeast, but New yeah. England is, you know, what I know very well. So, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Cause I always joke and say everybody in the South is saved already. So yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to figure out another way to, uh, to yep. warn people about their sin because they, they're all saved. They grew up in the church and, and all of that stuff. So, definitely 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 man so now let's get into the transition man um going into uh you know being working and uh kind of distance learning at the seminary uh southwestern uh how has that experience been yeah you know i'm doing distance learning and i think if you would ask me would i prefer distance learning or being full-time on campus i would say to be full-time on campus just to have the uh camaraderie of uh seminary experience but I just had to be realistic with where I am in life right now. I, I'm working. I'm I'm married. I have three small children. And, <laughs> right. You know, even with seminary being, there's a few schools here in Charlotte that I looked at. I just had to be realistic about my stage in life. Mm. And I couldn't commit to full-time schooling at this point right now. Right. Because I right. thought if I did that, I'm going to not be the, the father and the husband that I want to be. Yeah. Just for, just for me at this point. So distance learning in, in the online realm was really the best way. I can do the majority of work when the kids are asleep or in the morning, late at night kind of thing. And then with the distance learning, I, I get to go up to the campus, you know, once a semester or, or whatever it is. So I kind of get to both, both best of both worlds kind of thing. So I've liked it. Um, again, first semester in, so I'm literally just starting. It's going to be probably a grind, but so far it's been good. <laughs> Good, 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 good. That's really cool to hear. And I'm sure it's going to encourage somebody um, that may be thinking about it uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, and, you know, it's funny, you know, like you say, you got life and family. Uh, Some people just give up on stuff, man, because of those things, man. So it's really good to hear that uh, you're, you're, you know, by God's grace, trying to make a way 
so that uh, you can fulfill your call and, you know, maintain your household. Right, 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 right. That's, yeah, like you said, that's that's the first calling. Yes. That's, that's, the, uh, that's the foremost job. So. For sure, for sure, for sure. So you mentioned something in your uh, in in your notes, your bullet points for me uh, about fitness, man. Th- let's talk about that a little bit. Everybody know uh, I'm pretty public about my fitness journey and and all yeah. that, man. Uh, so so tell tell me a little bit about yours before the break. Well, well, first of all, man, congratulations on on your <laughs> your journey, man. You you, you you had a great transformation. So that's been really cool to see. And, um, yeah, you know, growing, it's always been a part of my life growing up. I was always pretty active and I, I ran a lot in high school, ran cross country and track and played a lot of basketball and, and street football. Didn't do much organized football, but usually a lot of yard pickup games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what I think what the biggest thing I've discovered recently, I'm 29 and what kind of the biggest thing I think about right now is, you know, the, the choices that I make right now, fitness, speaking about fitness, but really anything at all, but especially fitness, the choices I'm making right now is going to benefit me 20 years from now when I'm 49. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so if I can cultivate these fitness and uh, exercise habits and disciplines in my life now, when I'm 49, by by the grace of God, if he gives me, the, if, I, if I get to 49, <laughs> that's just going to be a part of my life. Exactly. So for now it's building those discipline habits. So, and you know, it, it changes in terms of what you're going to do right now. It's a lot of lifting weights and, um, working on the heavy bag in the garage and, uh, snowboarding a little bit here and there in the winters. And, uh, I run a, I run a race every year, you know, 5k or a Spartan race. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's mixing it up. It's keeping it fun. And that's the cool part about fitness. You just got to move your body and do what you want to do and do what you enjoy and like, and, um, you know, set yourself up for success. You know, as as Christians, sometimes we're so spiritually minded, but Mm. we have a body. That's right when we're resurrected it's going to be our physical body that's going to be resurrected and yeah. christ wore a physical body you know it's, it's interesting there's a book called total truth you ever heard of it i haven't nancy piercy total truth phenomenal book i would recommend it to anybody she was sort of a um protege student of francis schaefer mm-hmm. and she traces the whole concept of Christians being scared of the physical realm all the way back to the first century with mm. how the Greek philosophy and Christians were sort of at odd and one mm-hmm. put so much emphasis on the spiritual and the other put so much emphasis on the physical and, and all of that. And she kind of traced it and said this kind of it's kind of harmed the church throughout its history. And you know, it's it's an interesting theory, but I think she has a point that we are a little bit scared of the physical sometimes and we shouldn't be. We live in a physical world with real bodies and, yep. you know, God literally in him, in dwells in our bodies. So we want yep. to take care of it. So, yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's, that goes to my, my favorite uh, scripture reference. I even sell t-shirts with it on there. First Timothy four, eight, you know, Paul says, you know, taking care of the physical body is good. Exercise is good, but you yep. also have to take care of your spiritual. He didn't say don't take care of your physical body. He said, right. it's a good thing, but you also right. have to make sure you uh, worry about the, the spiritual body as well. It's a good balance of the two. So right. very good point, man. And this, and I, you know, hats off to you at 29 thinking about that. I didn't think about that at 29. I'm 40 now. And mm-hmm. uh, I had to make my turnaround quick uh, yep. before I hit 49. So that's, you yep. know, it's good that you're thinking in that, that direction. Well, so. 
and you're you're a great example of hey you know maybe you didn't get the the early start but you started right. now and, and yeah. you, you turned it around so yeah it's never too late you know I, I always say to myself and everyone else that t- you know today's the first day of the rest of your life that's right so what, when are you gonna wait why why wait tomorrow's the first day of the rest of your life it's never too late so true man so true all right right here we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The 21st century Western church is in the throes of a discipleship crisis. If that sounds like I'm exaggerating, I would encourage you to look at any of the number of surveys that have been done in recent years that point to the fact that Christians just don't know the basics of their own faith. That's a problem. And it's a problem that could be very easily avoided. After all, the mission of the church, according to Matthew 28, is to go into all the world and to make disciples, learners of the Lord Jesus. Well, if that's the case, why haven't we done it? And what can we do to reverse this? Hi, I'm Kofi Edeboyan, and I'm the host of Deep Dive Discipleship, a podcast dedicated to thinking through the discipleship crisis that we face and charting a way forward. My hope is that as we have some conversations around God's word and with friends who are, praise the Lord, doing well in this field, we can learn from each other how best to fulfill the mission of the church. All right, we're back in here with my good friend Ryan. Man, Ryan, this is the part of the show. We ask the signature questions. These are three questions I ask all of my guests. First thing at your bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Well, I grew up with a lot of classic rock playing in the house. Nice. My dad was really big into that scene, so I grew up with, you know, the Beatles and the Eagles, the Who and all that stuff. Um, he was also big into Phil Kagey and Glass Harp and sort of the uh, Christian sort of rock and roll scene and stuff. So I still listen to that stuff a lot i think it's 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 good music so i'll put the eagles on and the beatles mm-hmm. and stuff um i'll listen to sort of maybe the latest kind of hit songs of what's out there um i i really like listening to hymns and i don't really have a favorite person who does him but what i'll do sometimes is just youtube a hymn i like and find, right. find the best version and listen to that yeah um yep. do the same thing yeah I, I got into the Christian rap scene when I was in college, and, you know, Lecrae and mm-hmm. KB and Tripoli. So I'll do some of that here and there. Um, that's kind of it. You know, a lot of people will, will say with music, I'll listen to anything. I really won't listen to anything. Like, <laughs> I, I will, I'd never listen to country. 
<laughs> but yeah. but this there's, there's some stuff I listen to, but those are the three that I probably do listen to. Yeah. yeah. See, I I don't hate on country. What I don't get down with is folk. I don't do folk. That's oh yeah, folk music, man. I that's yeah. My friends are all trying to get me to listen to folk, man. I can't yep. do it. It's, yep. the, it's yep. the name, man. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. man. Next, next signature bar question is: What book or books are you currently reading? Well, I'm not in school right now, so that's been fun because I can read what I want mm. with with the summer break. I'm reading right now Douglas Murray's latest book, The War on the West. Mm-hmm. And um, Douglas Murray's kind of an interesting dude. He's he's a gay atheist, but mm. he's pretty conservative in a lot of his thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he's just one of those, one of these guys that's just kind of looking up and with their eyes open and saying, what is going on right now in the world? And why there's so much attack on the West and Western way of thinking and stuff. So I'm about halfway through that. That's pretty good. I'm also reading a book called the fiery trial. Eric Fournier, I think his name is, is, um, Abraham Lincoln and American slavery. Mm. Really good book very dense it's probably gonna take me all summer it's only like 250 pages i think but at the it's at the pace i'm going at, i'm probably not going to finish until the summer because <laughs> it's just chock full of dense dense history but really great if anyone's interested in lincoln and slavery and the racial relationships of the 1850s and how all that intertwined that's a great great book to go to um and then i'm about to start um pastors and their critics I think it's Joel Beakey. I think he wrote mm-hmm. that. And that's a part of the, uh, I have a, a, a signed reading list as a part of the uh, pastor internship I'm doing at church. So I'm going to start that pretty soon. So yeah, that's that's the three I got right now. Nice. All right. Last signature bar question. What podcasts or sermons do you listen to? Well, I don't listen to a lot of sermons. That's sort of intentional because I don't want to kind of craft Mm-hmm. who i want to be as a as a preacher right over, um yeah guys that i listen to and that's not to say i don't i i do listen to some just not as regularly but you know i love alistair Begg and um vody bakum john MacArthur, chuck swindoll I, I still think chuck swindoll would probably be one of the most gifted communicators from the pulpit i've ever heard um those, those are probably the guys for sermons Podcast, um, of course, I do listen to the bar, and um, I listen to uh, the briefing, Al Mohler, the briefing, and the other one that he does, Thinking in Public, and then I'll listen to uh, I listen to Ben Shapiro pretty often, um, Art of Manliness, and um, you know it's funny I subscribe probably to like thirty five podcasts, but I only <laughs> listen to probably like three of them. Yep. So, uh, any, anything that's interesting, but th- those are probably the ones that's fairly often. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's usually how it goes, man. Well, yeah. brother, first, thank you for being a bar listener. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, congrats. Six years. You've had some great guests on. And uh, I, I enjoy that. It's, I, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but I enjoy that it's 30 minutes and it's just oh, quick. Yeah. If I need well, 30 minutes just while I'm yeah, doing the dishes <laughs> and hey, this is going to be a nice quick listen and yep. it's That's lots of good stuff on there. No, 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 no offense taken, brother. That that was, yeah. the, that was the design, man. So definitely right. thank you for that, man. And thank you for coming on my show and, uh, you know, sharing some of your time with me. Um, to close out, man, anything you want to leave with the listeners, any words of encouragement, anything like that, tell people where to find you, follow you, Twitter, whatever you got. You can do that right here. 
Well, I am on Twitter. I think it's my thing is R Y B I Z Z. So it's hmm. Rybids with two Z's and then uh, one zero. I think that's my my Twitter <laughs> handle. <laughs> um, uh, you know, just I'll yeah. put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you know, just a final word of encouragement to anybody listening out there. I think it's it's really easy to get discouraged in um, the world we live in right now, and whether we're living in the you know the church world or the political world or whatever. It just seems like it's really easy to get down. But one thing I would tell myself all the time is God has us here by His purpose and His design. And in Acts 17, it tells us that he appointed our times and our boundaries. So that means he has us wherever you're listening. He has you in that spot. And he has you and me and everyone here in the year 2022 for, for his purpose. And that was by his design. So he knows exactly what he's doing. So we we shouldn't get discouraged. He's always on the throne. He always will have his remnant like he told Elijah. He's always uh, he's never looking around and wondering what's going on like we are mm-hmm. always doing. Mm-hmm. He's he's always sovereign. You know the psalm says that he laughs at the nations when they're when they're in an uproar. So just a word of encouragement. You know, be encouraged, be happy, l- love your life, live your life. You know, God's gonna give us many days, and then we're gonna die and meet Him. So let's just live our life the best we can. Each day counts. Every day counts. And um, you know, live for the King because He's coming. So that's just my word of encouragement to everybody. Love it. Love it. Appreciate it, brother. Thank All you. right. Yes, sir. To the bar listeners, right. if you guys will listen to the bar podcast, your favorite podcast, check us out every Tuesday. Go to barpodcast.com. Check out all the podcasts in the network. Just hit that network tab on barpodcast.com. And if you want to get some bar gear, go to the bargear.com. Also have those first Timothy 4-8 shirts there. And all of my uh, bar fitness gear is there as well. Until next time, you guys, God bless. And we are out.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.